0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have physical symptoms, and for some of you they are severe, but there is nothing wrong with your back, or your shoulder, or your knee, or your foot. They are perfectly normal from the standpoint of how your body works. Your pain is the result of a process initiated by the brain to protect you from feelings that you have inside that the brain considers to be too painful, too sad, or too threatening. And so your body is really, now I admit, that your brain perhaps ought to give you the choice as to whether you want the pain or the sadness or the emotional emotional pain, but unfortunately the way the brain is organized today, now, at this point in time, You don't get that choice. The brain just goes ahead and makes a decision. But remember this, we have demonstrated in thousands of patients that the same brain that brings this on can make it go away.
1: I believe that you can make it go away too. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. This is episode number three of the Mind Body Mastery podcast. Hopefully by now you have acquired a copy of Healing Back Pain or The Divided Mind or The Mind-Body Prescription and have kind of dove into the work of this amazing uh, Dr. John Sarno. So that little clip was a bonus clip from the end of the audio The Divided Mind, um, which I highly recommend you grab. And so today I just kind of want to go over some basic principles of uh, healing from the pain of TMS. Now in previous episodes, I talked about TMS um, and I kind of likened it to the human condition, essentially. So it's something that I believe we all have. It's something that I believe we all suffer with. And if you're tuning in today and you're feeling um like you know, if if I knew what chronic pain suffering was like, I wouldn't be saying such things. Um, I I encourage you to open your mind and heart a little bit further, because if you're having an emotional reaction to a message of healing, um, kind of investigate why that is. A lot of people come to TMS research um, guns blazing and hoping to shoot the messenger. And really, anybody who's spreading the word of TMS is encouraging anybody who's listening to look within for healing. And TMS knowledge requires nothing outside of yourself. It's we're not, nobody's selling anything. Nobody's trying to get you to enroll in their program. Um, it's all stuff that you can do for free at home. Um, So hopefully, um, if you're listening, you have an open mind and heart already, and I need do no convincing. So those of you who are listening who hate this message, then stop listening. It's no big deal. Um, You're not, you know, not everybody's ready to hear it or absorb it into their experience. Um, And that's okay. No hard feelings. We can move on. So today I kind of want to just go over some treatment strategies. Um, you know, a lot of the books that Sarno put out, um, you know, people kind of complain how it's, how they're light on application, how there's not a lot of what to do. We all want kind of a roadmap of healing and we want healing now. We want healing yesterday. And, um, we don't understand that it's a process. And, you know, some people, Um, you know, and I will admit that stories like mine of instantaneous healing are super annoying because not everybody has that instant reaction. I believe we all can, but not all of us do. I have a fairly low, um, adverse childhood experience score. And if you don't know what the ACE study is, um, I highly recommend looking into, um, your own ACE score, um, to determine whether or not that's playing a role in your chronic pain. The ACE study was done, oh gosh, I believe in the 90s. um, And it discovered that the higher um, score one had in the adverse childhood experience test or assessment, Mm -hmm. that the likelier it was that they develop chronic pain later on in life, along with other um, disease and um, health disturbances. So, um, just kind of Google for ACE study, and or ACE study quiz, and you'll find uh, many resources out there um, that can help you figure out your own ACE score. Mine was a two, and it can go all the way up to ten. So, two is pretty low. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have you know, the one to three range, but then a lot of you listening, especially a lot of you that have been dealing with chronic pain forever, are going to have a very high IE score. And that can help us understand why our brains are processing pain um, the way they are now. Got kind of off track there. I will kind of just go over Sarno's um, treatment strategies, and the number one treatment strategy that his books and his lectures all encouraged was knowledge therapy. TMS healing comes from understanding the the mechanism of the brain and body, the the relationship between the brain and the body and it recognizes that we are all emotional beings. And and so having that understanding that our emotions can create our pain is the knowledge therapy that we all need to hear in order to heal. Now, if we hear that message and we highly doubt it and we have a perfect life and there's nothing wrong and this can't be true for me, it really freaking hurts, I get that too. Like I understand how bizarre the TMS message sounds, but it is the only thing I've ever come across in my 10 years of practice that even comes close to getting to the roots of our pain conditions. My practice name in in Wisconsin is Roots Acupuncture Center, and I will admit that for a very long time while I was practicing I was not looking for the root or I I wasn't sure what the root was because I had this piece missing. This piece about our childhood, this piece about our lives and how our tough tough lives can lead to pain and it's not necessarily that we need to change anything about our tough lives, but just having some self-compassion and realizing that we are all just innocent children inside that need tender, loving care. And that means from ourselves too. A lot of times TMS personality types are those kinds of people who um, are just constantly negative self-talking to themselves. I even had one patient once who um, you know, decided to look at one of the Sarno uh, lectures that I had given her and proceeded to write down her life pressures, but instead of writing down, you know, things about her childhood or things about, um, you know, the stress of life and getting married and all of the things that are joyful yet stressful at the same time, she started writing about how terrible she was as a human being, how um, she shouldn't have eaten this, she shouldn't have eaten that, and and it be turned into a... Uh, Uh, further pain-inducing therapies. So remember, throughout this whole process, cultivating self-compassion and knowing that as human beings, we all hit roadblocks and challenges and curveballs along our our path. And to cultivate that self-compassion is one of the big steps in healing. And so Knowledge therapy is the curative part of TMS, and that's why I've created this podcast so I can kind of bit by bit give you guys pieces of knowledge that you need um, in order to have the recognition that your body is okay and that your brain is oversensitizing your pain and that your nerve pathways are just trying to protect you by over-firing and oversensitizing, and um, your pain is very real. I'm going to say that in every episode so you don't forget that mind-body, uh, mind-body mastery includes realizing that your pain is real. Um, it's not in your head. It is real. <laughs> um, so the number one treatment strategy that Sarno put forth is to think psychologically. So if you have a pain, say, in your lower back that just came up or it has been there for a while... Try to go back to its genesis. It's when it first began, and what was going on in life? What was going on emotionally that you were shoving down? For me, when my my back pain was a ten year long uh, roller coaster ride. And during my first most intense period, which was about two years long, I was in the process of sitting for my board examinations. I was in acupuncture school and um, very stressed about life in general. I was poor and um, struggling to make ends meet and also getting married and all of these things were kind of coming to a head at the same time. And um, I had no idea that the pressures of life at the time were what was contributing to the um, the prolonged instance of back pain. And then this most recent flare for me was uh, two Christmases ago and at the time we were dealing with um, a family member who had been, um, There had been a divorce in the family, essentially, and the divorce occurred due to um, this person's, this family member's drug problem. And during the process of the split, um, you know, this person was lashing out, lashing out at me and my husband and my, um, my other family member. And it was a very stressful time. We're not used to drama in our family. And so when this occurred, it was scary. I um typically don't um, ascribe to locking my doors or living in fear. And during this time, I was living in a lot of fear. I had a lot of fear of um judgment. I had a lot of fear of um, rumors being spread. It was just it was a very high drama time. And at the time, I was very conscious of the fact that this person was going through a really hard time and that he did not mean what he was saying. Um, so in my TMS ways, I was um, coming towards the situation with a an attitude of understanding. It was like I kind of knew... Um, that he was just hurting and hurt people, hurt people. so so that was my understanding at the time. And my back was a mess. I was, um, you know, still performing acupuncture, and but I couldn't sit down to chat with patients. I had to stand up to do my intakes. I laid down on the floor in between patients. And it wasn't until I listened to Sarno's book and he was like, what are you mad about? What is the rage that's underneath the pain? And it dawned on me immediately. It was like, oh, well, maybe this person, this situation in my life is deeply enraging. And I just didn't allow myself to feel it because I am also an understanding person. And so I kind of just jotted down like, I'm mad at this person for being a jerk, you know, (laughs) and I just, and I, that's kind of like a PG version of, uh, what I wrote down, but I allowed myself to feel the anger that was underneath the understanding. And in doing that, and even just acknowledging that my pain vanished, it vanished in a flash. And so that was a more immediate, um, Response to thinking psychologically, um, and I bet if I had undergone sustained abuse 30 years ago um, that it would take a bit more processing than just jotting down, I'm mad at this person for this. So be gentle with yourself as you go along this process and understand that if you had a rough go of it for a long, long time, if you had a lot of loss, if you um, have suffered abuse, emotional, physical, mental, um, spiritual, whatever whatever it is, um, that it might be a, a bit of a road of thinking psychologically. And so, um, so the brain is always responsible for the TMS symptoms. And so um, you know, when we kind of come to terms with the idea that it's not our physical bodies that need tending to, that it's our our psyche, um, then it becomes a little easier, actually, because, um, you know, we, we don't come at this from a place of, oh, I need to fix my body, like my herniated disc material needs to reabsorb into my spine. None of that is necessary. Your your discs do what they do to protect you. Um, the The material in between your spinous processes are there to change over the years. Nothing stays the same. The only people that have a perfect MRI is newborn babies. And even then, maybe not. And so, um, you know, we must understand that it's it's a process. And so thinking psychologically can take some time. I like to journal. Um, you know, I kind of uh, did what Sarno mentioned to do in the um, Divided Mind and in the Mind-Body Prescription, where he um had you write down three lists the first list is your childhood list this is any event that you remember creating turmoil in your life as a child it can be as simple as being forgotten at the mall i speak from experience and it can be as complex as chronic sustained abuse from a loved one and so Kind of writing down um, everything from your childhood in a list format and just bulleted list points, um, talking about every stressful experience, whether it's being shoved in a locker, also talking from experience, or um, being made fun of on a chronic habitual level um, in grade school, also talking from experience. (laughs) Um, So write it down in a list form. Don't get too in-depth into it during the first purge. The second list you'll write is a list about um, current life pressures. So if you have children writing about how hard it is being a parent, how sometimes you don't want to be a parent, Um, write about how hard it is taking care of aging parents or how hard it is taking care of old children who have yet to get out of the house or whatever it is you know there's a daily onslaught of pressure whether it's from you know fear of the president or fear of this country or fear of whatever just write down all that you feel brings pressure into your daily life or or your more recent life so say you know this particular event happened in your 20s or 30s. You know, that doesn't go in the childhood list per se, um, but write it down in either one, really. My childhood list kind of went from zero to 18. But if you... um you know, you you can write these things down wherever. So the third list you'll need to write is a list of your personality traits. So things that, um, ways that you are that can contribute to pain. And Sarno talks about the, um, the types of personalities being, you know, the goodest, the best. The person who always wants to be everything for everyone, the person who's always saying yes to um, people asking for things, the person who wants to be perfect, the perfectionist, those types of personality traits all contribute to a deeper unconscious part of our brains that, um, you know, like the inner child within us doesn't care about being perfect. You know, we care about being perfect for fear of what others might think a lot of the time. That's, uh, not always the case, but uh, a lot of the time it's, we are perfectionistic because we have this standard that we need to uphold this, this image of ourselves that we need to, um, you know put forth in the world. And so um part of self-compassion I believe in getting over TMS is releasing the need to be perfect and knowing that you're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> and and just saying that to yourself. Like I it took me probably 5 years of constantly repeating that to myself to start to believe it. Because, you know, as someone who suffered from an eating disorder for 10 whole years where I've Never kept down a meal twice, actually. I remember the two meals that I had that I kept down. Um, You know, that was just me trying to be perfect, me trying to control my body image in a way that was super unhealthy and ruined my teeth. (laughs) Um, So the next thing that's absolutely essential in healing from TMS is stopping all physical treatments. That means chiropractic. That means if you're going to an acupuncturist for your back pain, stopping that or having a heart to hurt with your acupuncturist to say, I would like to now focus on emotional healing. Because in Chinese medicine, I'll never forget the first day of foundations of TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, where the professor said that all disease in Chinese medicine begins with the emotions. Every single point that we pick in treatments um, refer to an organ system that has a governing emotion. And so a lot of the pain syndromes that we see are liver-related disorders. So have a heart-to-heart with your acupuncturist and and say, hey, I just learned about TMS, and I believe that's where my pain comes from. Can we work on the emotional body rather than my physical body? And that is absolutely doable. Um, you know, in Chinese medicine, uh, a lot of the actions of every single point that's put in are emotional in nature, and so... Um, you know, and some people who come and get treatment are um, just not quite ready to let go of the one thing that helps them kind of take their pain down a notch um, or the one thing they've discovered so far. <laughs> so um, and then there are others who have done the TMS research yet don't fully accept the diagnosis of TMS and that's just where they are too it's all okay. Everyone's just on their own little journey and I am just here to support wherever that is. So chiropractic is one of those treatments that, um, you know, I don't know that there are ways to treat only emotionally. I know a lot of chiropractors do other modalities rather than the manipulation, um, of the spine. Um, but I don't know that you could have, uh, kind of get over the mental hurdle of thinking psychologically with your chiropractic adjustments. Adjustments are all based on the idea that you're unadjusted, that you're out of alignment. And when you come to terms with the knowledge of TMS, you realize that um, we are all already exactly how we need to be in our bodies. Our bodies are perfect. Even if there's a machine that we get hooked up to that says we're not, we are. And the faster you can come to terms with realizing that your body does not need adjustment, (laughs) um, the faster you'll heal from your pain. Physical therapy is another one of those treatments that um, is really um, going to kind of hold you back a little bit. I I know many physical therapists and I know they mean well and, and getting back to physical activity is super important, but getting into physical activity with the idea that you need to fix a part of your body or you need it to, um, you know, be therapized into healing that is again, thinking physically. So just anytime you go and, um, go for some kind of treatment think to yourself like am i treating my physical body or my emotional body and if the answer is physical i recommend stopping and i i love i love every chiropractor i've ever met i love every physical therapist i've ever met they don't mean harm they just know what they know, and they don't know about TMS for the most part. And that is okay. Actually, when I went to Dr. Howard Schubiner's um, Beyond Pain Management Seminar last May, um, I was sitting next to a physical therapist, and she was kind of struggling with, um, you know, having patients and, you know, doing physical therapy for people when she knew about TMS. And she had her own healing experience from... Um, Sarno's book. And she's like, well, one thing I've done in my practice is I've increased people's physical activity. So I used to be a little more um, gentle with my physical therapy recommendations, but when they're in the office, I just have them work out essentially. And just me telling them that they are safe while they're working out um, has been helping you know, them get, get, get beyond uh, where they are. And so physical activity is so important in your healing process, but don't do physical activity with the idea that you're fixing yourself. Because that will keep you unfixed. You know, the more, the farther away you feel like you are from a perfect body, um, the harder it will be for your brain and body to get on the same page. And so now I'm gonna go through um, a review of Sardo's 12 daily reminders. Um, kind of going over these 12 reminders is really important to do on a daily basis. Sarno says that in all of his books, and it's one of the things that I think people don't do out of laziness, you know, it's like, anytime I get a new supplement, I stop taking it within a week because you get lazy and you stop thinking about it. So This is one thing that is important to carry with you and memorize so that the moment a pain arises, you can meet it with these reminders. And the reminders serve to take fear out of the equation because anytime we fear the pain, we don't trust that it's a psychological issue. We don't trust that our bodies are perfect the way they are. So here they are. Sarno's 12 Daily Reminders. Number one, the pain is due to TMS, not a structural abnormality. Number two, the direct reason for the pain is mild oxygen deprivation. Number three, TMS is a harmless condition caused by my repressed emotions. Number four, the principal emotion is my repressed anger. Number five, TMS exists only to distract my attention from the emotions. Number six, since my back and my body is basically normal, there is nothing to fear. Number seven, therefore physical activity is not dangerous. Number eight, And I must resume all normal physical activity. Number nine, I will not be concerned or intimidated by the pain. Number 10, I will shift my attention from the pain to emotional issues. Number 11, I intend to be in control, not my subconscious mind. Number 12, I must think psychologically at all times, not physically. And so it is with those 12 reminders that I will wrap up this episode today. I hope I've made sense. I hope you are kind of understanding that what you've been dealing with is not your fault, that it is real, and that your emotions are powerful enough to create it. And so, if you have any questions at all, please direct them towards me on Facebook. You can find me in the Mind Body Masters Facebook group. Um, mind Body is one word. And uh, as it stands right now, I still haven't promoted this podcast or any of the episodes. So, as of April 2018, um, there are very few people in the group. So, bear with me as we get our bearings. And so, but please do join us there. That's how you can kind of get in touch with me and uh, hear and ask whatever questions you might have for me. Um, I look forward to connecting with you and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks again for joining us for the Mind Body Mastery
0: podcast. I'm Caitlin Michaels. Be well.